0: back to Harding Academy's In The Loop podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Frizzell, along with my co-host, Mr. Trent Williamson. How are you doing today,
1: Trent? Doing great. Scott, we're getting really close to Christmas break. That's an exciting time. So close. So close. close.
0: (laughs) Well, we've got a lot of exciting stuff going on, but first, let's get started with our good news of the week, Trent.
1: Well, it's really kind of just a, um, a reflection on all the things we invited you to last week uh the chorus concert uh, i don't know if you had the chance to attend that it was an amazing uh, event uh we have eight middle school choral singers and they put on an incredible show mr brandon did a great job and then of course our a cappella chorus uh with um miss campbell leading the way it was just a great night so that was a lot of fun and then um on thursday morning I had the chance to have breakfast with Santa. Oh, wow. Have you ever had breakfast with Santa?
0: I wish that I could say so. Yes. That sounds amazing.
1: At Little Harding, and the turnout was remarkable. The line for pictures with Santa was great. And I think the thing I loved most is just kind of walking around the room and seeing families interact together, Mm -hmm. who really their common thread is their kids are at Little Harding. And (laughs) that's the kind of community we like to to uh, have around here, so it, that was a lot of fun. Santa did a great job. And a long morning. Yeah, a lot of people sitting in his lap, some crying, some oh. not so happy to see him.
0: Yep, that, but that it was happens. a great
1: event. Um, and then of course last uh, Friday we had our Christmas sing along, and that's always a special event. And then on Saturday uh, our bands, as always, just performed incredibly. Uh, following our, our pottery sale. Um, It's just a time of the year when the good news for me is just reminders of the work that our teachers put in, uh, the work that various people put in to support these programs, and the excellence in which uh, they do their craft. And so I'm gonna say that's our good news for the week, just being able to, to gather together as a community and to hear these unique talents and abilities of these kids, it's just amazing, it's a lot of fun.
0: That is indeed some great news. So our main topic for today, we're going to be talking about uh, our goals for our strategic planning process. But before we get there, here's our student spotlight of the week. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our student spotlight of the week. This week, we're here with senior Amelia Terry. Amelia, can you tell us how long you've been at Harding and who your favorite teacher is?
2: Hello, I've been here at Harding for 15 years now. And if I had to say my favorite teacher throughout all those years I'd say Ms. Atkins I had her in 4th grade.
0: All right, and Amelia, can you tell us a little bit about why Ms. Atkins was so amazing?
2: In the class, she used to read us like Junie B. Jones books and for each character she had different voices. So for me, that was like everything and it didn't feel like school, it just felt like like something I wanted to do and just be there for.
0: Also, do you have a favorite harding memory?
2: It was at the other like campus of Harding in Cordova and it was our principal. We taped her, duct taped her to the wall and so yep, yeah, that was pretty fun.
0: It's always fun when you tape somebody to a wall. And then final question, what do you plan to do after you leave us here at Harding and how has Harding helped prepare you for that?
2: Well I'm planning to go into the medical field and for me that's something I've always been fascinated with and Harding has helped me prepare just to always like stay strong and stick with what I want to do so.
0: Awesome. Thank you for the time, Amelia. Have a great rest of your day. And here we are with our main topic of the week. As promised this week we are talking about the goals of our strategic plan. We've been walking you through this process with us from the very beginning uh, involving faculty, staff, parents, alums, grandparents. There's been a lot of input in this process uh, and now we've gotten to the point where we have six goals that the school will be working towards for the next five years. Uh, And while these goals are kinda high level, I think as we go forward over the next several weeks and months, you'll probably see a lot more examples of the concrete ways we expect to go forward with these goals.
1: Right, and remember we've we've already talked about how we came up with a portrait of a graduate, and then how we started this process with our ad hoc committee, and then our steering committee were uh, charged with coming up with these goals. So a lot of hard work, a lot of long meetings, and a lot of good input. Uh, got us to this point. So we I really feel good that these are collaborative goals. These are goals that are the result of a lot of people's input, not just you and I sitting around <laughs> saying, hey, what should our goals be for the next five years, which I'm very excited about.
0: Right. And I think as we go through these over the next, you know, eight, eight minutes or so, we're going to see uh, that these are reflective of a lot of the concerns we saw in the parent survey. A lot of the things that people highlighted as really good things, like it's it's really nice to see how all this all blends together so It is. Well. It's
1: amazing to see how the input that we've uh, asked for and received meshes perfectly with where we have even started in some cases mm-hmm. trying to improve some things, but some goals and some targets that we have to reach for the next five years.
0: All right, so here we go. I'm going to read three of the goals. We'll give you some more info on them, and then we'll read the other three. So we've got number one help all students thrive through individualized learning in a transformative college preparatory school environment. Goal number two, develop a consistent and competitive athletic experience that teaches discipleship through sports. And goal three, build a supportive community by expanding our engagement with current families, alumni, and city partners. Those are three real big goals, but I mean, it's five years worth of work right there.
1: Five years worth. We're the work right there, and we've got three more. So we've got six goals total. These are the first three. I love how these three really hit on, um, I think, three important facets of our school community. Academics, um, the very first goal is that we want this place to be a transformative educational experience. Um, and I love the, the term individualized learning, mm-hmm. Right. So it's not one-size-fits-all. Um, it's it's a, a unique approach to educating our, all of our students at a college preparatory level. So we want to push our students. Uh, the second one talks about having a quality athletic experience. And so athletics is such an important part of our school community. We understand that. Uh, we understand that it is just a vibrant part of who we are as a school. So we want it to, to improve. We want those experiences to improve. And we want every student who has the opportunity to participate in athletics to have a good experience. And we want every parent involved in athletics to have a good experience. And so that's something that we, I've already identified some ways that we're going to try to improve that. And then with the third one, it's about community. So we want our community impact to expand beyond the walls of this school. And so in order to do that, we have to get out. And engage with, yes, our current families, but also with alumni and with people in the city who have the same heartbeat that we do uh, and are mission aligned with what we are about in Memphis. So I'm very excited about these first three goals, Scott, and and eager to get to work.
0: That's right. And I, I would echo what you said. I think there's two key words in these that just really jump out to me. And that first is individualized when it comes to learning. And I think hopefully you've already seen some of that as we've kind of got our toe in the water there. Uh, with some teacher training we've been working on and with the, you know, the rollout of kind of the beta version of our Thrive program, which we're hoping to grow and expand. So all these ways that we're finding that each child is unique and has unique ways of learning, and we need to do a better job of serving them in that way. And so we're really excited about that. And then on the athletic goal, I love the word consistent. Mm-hmm. Um because you know especially those of us who have kids playing multiple sports you know it can be a different experience yeah. sometimes so i think that consistency is key so that you know what you're getting and you and you feel comfortable and it's just a vibrant feel which i'm i'm excited about all these all three of these goals going forward
1: right and i think it's our job to create that consistency right mm-hmm. and so we want that's a that's a great word to pull out because we want everyone to have a good experience in it we want it to be similar you mm-hmm. know so the expectations that we set for our coaches and for our programs, are going to be vital going forward. That's right.
0: So our final three goals, uh, goal number four, find, support, and retain talented and diverse employees. Goal five, maintain financial stability while providing the needed financial resources and facilities to deliver on our vision. That sounds exciting. And goal six, expand opportunities for spiritual development for students, parents, and staff.
1: Yeah, the, uh, goal four and five are are really about sustainability in a lot of ways, right? So what makes a great school great teachers? You know, that's the heartbeat of a great school is, is having the best faculty in front of these students that we can uh, pay and support. And so, uh, you know, recruiting and retention and training those folks who are going to be here for the next Uh, decade or two is really, really important. And having the financial uh, ability to do that Mm -hmm. uh, is what's key. And so we're we're going to take a look at uh, all parts of our financial model, right? Tuition, um, our expenses, how we go, what programs we're going to pour resources into, and possibly what programs are we uh, going to have to maybe say goodbye to, which is a hard part of the strategic planning process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing to keep in mind in both of those goals is that, uh, is that in order to do that, uh, we have to keep that, that idea of excellence in mind, right? We want the very best experience for our, for our parents and our students. And so we're looking for the most talented and most diverse group of people. It's really important for us to continue to, to give our students um, people... Uh, to, to model their lives after, mm-hmm. right? And and so that's really important for us as we look for those. And then the last one is, is also, it really, sh- it could be the, the foundation for all of these goals, and that is expanding the spiritual development opportunities for not just students, but for parents and for staff. We want this place to be not a church. You all have your own individual churches. Mm-hmm. We, we want this place to be an additional resource in which your spiritual life is enhanced and so we want to have opportunities for parents we want to have opportunities for students uh, and for our staff in which they feel like their relationship with christ is growing um, and so in, being intentional about that with some of our programming and some of the things that we do um, is really critical we've already taken a lot of very very important steps in that direction like with teaching for transformation Um, And that is a very intentional way in which we're trying to wrap everything into God's story. God is the author of all good things and the giver of all good things. And so uh, expanding opportunities for those kinds of uh, spiritual growth opportunities for everyone in in our community is very, very important.
0: Yeah, and I'd say I'd echo what you said on that spiritual growth goal. There's some fantastic stuff already happening. I mean, we talked about campus ministry last week. It's hard not to look at what Jenna King is doing and providing with for families and staff and be really really impressed and blown away so I think this isn't a uh, man we need to fix this this is a man this is something we do really well that we need to leverage even more Um, so I'm excited to see where that goes and then I would echo what you said there on four and five if you want to have the best school the best programs you've got to have the best people you can have all the money in the world and if you don't have people who are passionate and talented it will not matter. And we've been blessed to have people uh, here for a long time who are very good at what they do. Uh, But we've got to get more intentional about uh, expanding our recruiting networks that we've been working on the last year or so to get get that rolling even even faster and train uh, and support so that we can keep the very best people around.
1: And I think as we go forward, we'll spend more time on each of these individual goals with the people who are directly involved with chairing the committees to ensure that we now have tactics in place, and we have measurable outcomes for each of these goals. I think it's important that we uh, have measurable outcomes that we can look back five years uh, and say, here's where we started, here's where we are, and look at the growth that we have made. Um, and so I'm looking forward to the future to be able to kind of flesh each of these things out as we go throughout the spring uh, with those people who are most directly involved in ensuring uh, that we have a plan in place.
0: That's right. So that's a good, a good look ahead down the road, right? These goals, they're about to be handed off to goal committees whose job is to flesh them out and to make sure that they're measurable so that, you know, in one year we can look at a checklist and say, how are we doing? Are we making progress? Or do we need to hit the gas a little harder on this uh, to make sure that we're actually working towards these? And then in five years we look back and we say, yeah, yep. we did that. Uh, so we're excited for you to be on that journey with us as well, and we're, we'll be excited to share even more of that information, and you'll you'll see some of it, no doubt, in initiatives that get rolling as, as we move further down this road. So now we're going to dive into our faculty spotlight of the week. Here we go. All right, we're here with our faculty spotlight of the week with Charlie Gonder. So, Charlie, can you tell us a little bit about what you do here at Harding?
3: Yes, I teach AP Language and Composition to juniors, And I am an instructional coach for teachers grades 6 through
0: 12. Awesome. I was also supposed to ask, how long have you been here?
3: I've been here for 10 years, I think. I was here for some, and then I left for some, and then I came back for some.
0: (laughs) That's fine. We'll count it all together. And then tell us your favorite thing about what you do here in your work.
3: My favorite thing with students and teachers um, that I work with is just helping them feel encouraged in what they're doing. So finding something that they can latch onto that is like a growth area and then helping them grow into that.
0: Awesome, final question. If you had to become any animal in the zoo, which animal would you become?
3: I was really hoping you'd ask me what soup I am. Yeah, I gotta change it up every now and then. Okay, animal in the zoo. I would be giraffes because they get fed snacks all day. (laughs)
0: great answer all right thanks for your time charlie and welcome back that was our faculty spotlight of the week so we're rapidly barreling towards the close of this our final episode before christmas break and of course we hope you have a great christmas break and you get some excellent rest before turning coming back to us on january 3rd but Before you sneak out the door, we do have two pretty spectacular events coming up in the next week. Tell us about those, Trent.
1: Uh, It's always great. Little Harding Christmas program, Thursday morning on December 14th, this Thursday at 9 a.m. at White Station, Church of Christ on Colonial. Friends, family, um, neighbors, invite them out. This is going to be a great show. Our our littlest lions do a great job with their their Christmas show. And then that same day on Thursday the 14th at 2 our lower school uh, students will be putting on their Christmas program. So two Christmas programs in one day, two opportunities for you to come to both campuses and mm-hmm. see um, our youngest Lions at work.
0: Yeah, double the Christmas, double the fun. So we, of course, hope you have an excellent and restful holiday break, and we look forward to sharing more good news with you after the new year.
1: Yes, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, enjoy your holiday break, and we will see you on January the 3rd. That's a Wednesday.